Section 127 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angie Bridges. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Alcott. The Seven Corn Maidens. Zuni Myth. In the days of magic wonders, in the valley of the Zuni ancients, in the town called the Middle Ant Hill of the World, once dwelt seven maidens more beautiful than any others on earth. They were the guardians of the corn. Every year the Zuni tribes, even the people of the seed and the people of the dew, met together for a feast. Then the seven corn maidens, in robes as white as snow, danced before the people like seven bright stars. All the night through, backward and forward, danced the maidens, waving their magic plume sticks above the growing corn. And the stalks grew tall and strong, and the leaves spread like broad ribbons, while corn ears sprouted from the sides of the stalks, each sweet and full of milk and wrapped in soft green husks with yellow tassels. And when dawn drew near, the chief of the people of the dew played softly on his magic flute, and as he did so, the breath of flowers and the morning song of birds came on the breeze. Then a white mist went wreathing upward from the folds of the chief's garments, and the seven corn maidens vanished in the mist. After that, the chief turned to the people of the seed and the people of the dew and said, Be ye brothers, ye people, ye people. Be ye happy, ye people, ye people. Behold, the seed of all seed plants is here. Milk to the young is the corn plant, strength to the youth and flesh to the aged. Gather and eat it, cherish it true. Love our bright maidens who guard well its sweet ears. And as he finished speaking, the sun rose, and the mothers of the tribes hastened to pluck the corn. And some of the ears were blue, some red, some yellow, some white, and all were sweet and good. And the people of the seed and the people of the dew feasted together, and grew stronger and handsomer and more contented. So it happened year after year, and the people turned their hearts to cherishing the corn. But as time went on, strange youths, who did not love the corn maidens, visited the tribes. They said they had seen far lovelier maidens, for each day at evening violet rays rolled upward from a cavern under Thunder Mountain, and through the rays one might see the flutter of embroidered garments like painted spray and the waving of white arms and the streaming of soft dark hair. For in the cavern danced the seven rainbow sisters hand in hand. And the youth said also, that the beat of the drums and the low, sweet music that came from the cavern were like the liquid voices of hidden rivers and were far more delicious than the sounds of the magic flute of the chief of the dew people. So said the stranger youths, and the seven corn maidens heard their words and were sad. And when the time came again for the ripening of the corn, the people of the seed and the people of the dew met together, as was their custom for the feast. And while they sat waiting for the seven corn maidens to appear, they heard the low beat of a drum from Thunder Mountain and soft music. 
Then through the pale light of evening came floating the seven rainbow sisters themselves, hand in hand and seven in number, their robes fluttering like painted spray, while from the tips of their plume sticks quivered the violet rays. The sisters hovered over the heads of the people and danced their magic dance. Faster and faster they moved until they flashed like a circle of rainbow light. And the people shouted with joy and held out their hands and begged the sisters to stay with them forever. But the violet rays from the plume sticks wreathed upward and hid the rainbow sisters from sight while they floated back to the cavern under Thunder Mountain. Then the people heard the sweet notes of the magic flute of the chief of the Dew People as he led forth the corn maidens to the grain field. But the maidens moved silently. With pale, sad faces, they passed among the people and laid down their magic plume sticks. Then, sobbing, they melted into a white mist and drifted away to the south summer land. And when the seven corn maidens were gone, a cold wind from Thunder Mountain swept over the plain. The corn stalks drooped and the ears were blighted. The grain fields grew bleak and barren. The people wept, and hunger came among them. Then they said one to the other, We must send messengers after our beloved maidens and entreat them to come from their hiding place so that the ears of corn that nourish all flesh may ripen again. First they sent out the eagle, strong and swift, and he searched the rocks and mountains but saw no trace of the corn maidens. After that they sent out the falcon, keen of eye, and he searched the cliff shadows and hedgerows, but found not the corn maidens. The croaking raven flew to seek them, and though he searched meadows and woods, he found them not. Then the starving people, in their anguish, called to the chief of the dew people to save them. In one hand he took the magic plume sticks of the seven corn maidens, and in the other his flute. Swiftly he passed over the plain toward the south summer land, and as he went further southward he planted the magic plume sticks in the ground, and, bending low, watched them. Soon their soft downy feathers began to stir, as if blown by the breath of a creature. Backward and forward, northward and southward, they swayed to and fro. Ha! sighed the chief. "'Tis the breath of my maidens in the south summer land. "'The plumes stir to their breathings. "'I will hasten on and scatter the bright beads of my dew "'as I pass through the land. "'Soon again northward shall I fetch my beautiful maidens.' "'So said he, and hastened forward, "'scattering the bright dew and playing on his magic flute. "'And there, at last, in the warm summer land, "'he found his corn maidens.' He greeted them with a smile and a touch of his hand, and the white mists went wreathing upward from the folds of his garments. The wreaths of mist enveloped the forms of the maidens, and, lifting them gently, wafted them northward. And all the little birds of the south summer land came flocking after, and butterflies fluttered like bright flowers above the maidens' heads. So came they all again to the middle ant hill of the world. Then were the starving people happy, and met for the feast, 
and the seven corn maidens in robes as white as snow again danced in the cornfields and waved their magic plume sticks above the growing corn. And so the people of the seed and the people of the dew once more turned their hearts to cherishing the corn, and they fed their children with its sweet milk, and the corn ears gave strength to the youth and flesh to the aged. Thus it happened in the days of magic wonders in the valley of the Zuni ancients in the middle ant hill of the world. So shortens my story. End of section 127. Recording by Angie Bridges.